Hello, everyone out there on Zoom and everyone tuning in on Spotify and Apple iTunes. I want to welcome you all to another edition of On The Mark Sports Talk with your host, Mark with a C. And for those keeping track, this is show number 127 in 127 consecutive weeks. How about that? How's everyone today? All right. Good. Good. You all recovered? I am all recovered. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, amazing. When you say, you know, when you say you got tested positive and you have COVID, if that was like two years ago, you yeah. thought it was a death sentence. Yeah. You know what I mean? What? You got it? Woo. You know? <laughs> Cold, you know, a little cough here and there. Still coughing here and there, nothing bad, but wow, come a long way, baby, huh? Yeah, yeah. well, you or you got vaccinated. It's the people who still aren't vaccinated. How many days were you on the pills? <laughs> well, I'm not getting pregnant, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it was five days on the pills. You take three in the morning and three at night. Six a day? Six a day. They're pretty really? big pills, but I take a lot of pills anyway, you know, for uh, to keep me uh, to keep me <clears throat> my juice uh, running. But, oh. um, yeah, I do what I got to do, and I feel fine. Good. So Good. I'm glad everyone else is doing okay and smiling and a happy new year for all those who are celebrating all that stuff. Hope you had an easy fast yesterday. And et cetera, et cetera. We move on here in the sports world. Lots to talk about today. So why don't we get to our usual features and start with uh, Gerald's numbers report sponsored by, yeah, Bar Mitzvahs. Bar <laughs> Mitzvahs are sponsored, uh, Gerald, today. So you also want to talk about uh, Dick Allen and Albert Bell, too, in this little discussion. So why don't you get going? Okay. So the year I'm covering is 1973. And I'm going to go over first the keywords and statistics by league. MVP, Pete Rose, 338, five home runs only, 64 RBIs. Reggie Jackson batted 293, 32 homers, 117 RBIs. <coughs> Rookie of the year, Gary Matthews, 300 batting average, 12 home runs, 58 RBIs. And Al Bumbry, 337 average. Seven homers, 34 RBIs. Cy Young, Tom Seaver, 2.08 ERA, 19 and 10, 251 strikeouts. Jim Palmer, 2.40 ERA, he was 22 and 9 with 158 strikeouts. Uh, key statistical leaders by league, batting average, Pete Rose, 338. Rod Carew, the great Rod Carew, 350 home runs. Willie Stargell, 44. Reginald Martinez Jackson, 32. RBIs, Willie Stargell, 119. Reginald Martinez Jackson, 117. Strikeouts, Tom Seaver, 251. Nolan Ryan, 383 strikeouts. <laughs> ERA, Tom Seaver, 2.08. Jim Palmer, 2.40. Wins Ron Bryant, 
had 24 victories in a relatively short career, and he caught lightning, lightning in a bottle in this year. Wilbur okay. Wood, the fireball, had also had 24 victories. Fireball. <laughs> <laughs> Nolan Ryan set a modern record, ERA, I'm sorry, set a record, 383 strikeouts. Wow. A group of 17 investors led by King George Steinbrenner purchased the Yankees from the Columbia Broadcast System for $10 million. Major League owners unanimously voted to allow the designated hitter in the American League for a three-season probationary period. The minimum salary was raised to $15,000, Wow. Both uh, players and owners agreed to what was coined as the 10 and 5 rule, in which a player with a decade of experience in the majors and five years with their present club could veto a trade. On 4-6, Ron Bloomberg became the first designated hitter in American League history and MLB history, for that matter. On 8-5, the New York Mets were in last place in the National League East, on 921, the Mets took over first place, ladies and gentlemen. Technically, Ernie Banks was the first black manager preceding Frank Robinson went on May the 8th. Cub manager Whitey Lockman was ejected during the third inning, and Ernie Banks was at the helm for the last six innings. The Mets won the National League pennant with the lowest winning percentage in history, 509. They're 83 and 79. In the 1973 World Series, Oakland defeated the, the Mets four games to three. Oakland batted 212, and the Mets batted 253. The MVP was Reginald Martinez Jackson, who was nine for 29, batting 310 with one homer and six RBIs. Hall of Fame participants in that World Series included Tom Seaver, Yogi Berra, Willie Mays, Dick Williams. Raleigh Fingers, Catfish Hunter, and Reginald Martinez-Jackson. Orlando Cepeda had 46 home runs in 1961. That was a question from last week uh, regarding Roger Maris's uh, 61 homes in, in uh, 1961, who, who led the National League. Hall of Fame comparisons with non-Hall of Famers. So this, I want to go over a little bit, and I'll do it as quickly as I can, but I want to make a point regarding um, how, how Hall of Famers are non-objectively voted for to be members of the Hall of Fame. And we all know that it's a popularity contest, it depends on whether baseball writers like them, it depends on the, the a veterans committee, et cetera. So I'm going to name two players who clearly don't belong, and then I'm going to go over very quickly uh, four, uh, four other players. Um, Rick Farrell and, and Bill Mazeroski, trust me, they do not belong in the Hall of Fame. No way, Jose. Unbelievable. Now, as far as Hall of Famers and non-Hall of Famers, I'm going to go be Carl Yastrzemski, Harold Baines, Dick Allen, and Albert Bell. Dick Allen and Albert Bell, we know, were not exactly loved by the sports writers, and they had uh, eccentricities. Uh, but anyway, uh, the uh, 
uh, baseballreference.com has a, has a 162 game average. And in that average, they try to make it easier to equate the performances of one player versus another. So I'm going to go over a couple of stats and I want you guys to, to weigh in on this. Yastrzemski played for 23 years. Harold Baines played for 22 years. Dick Allen played for 15 years. Albert Bell played for 12 years. Sandy Koufax played for 12 years and had six, light, six uh, great seasons. And Kirby Puckett only played for 12 years. Now let's go, get into the stats. Yastrzemski averaged 22 home runs and 90 RBIs. Harold Baines averaged also 22 home runs and 93 RBIs. Dick Allen averaged 33 home runs, 50% more than Yaz and Baines, and had 104 RBIs. Albert Bell averaged 40, 40 home runs and 130 RBIs. Each of the players roughly had a 290 lifetime batting average. And the final stat I want to go over is OPS. Yastrzemski had an OPS of 841, Harold Baines 820, Dick Allen 912, Albert Bell 933. I believe Allen, Dick Allen and, and uh, Albert Bell should both be members of the Hall of Fame right now. And I firmly believe that. And that's my report. And I, anybody have any comments on that? Yeah, I, I have one comment. Thank you, Mike. Rick Farrell, I just looked him up here. Rick Farrell, uh, born in, in on October 12th. So what's today's date? Sixth. Oh, so his birthday is next week. 05, he was born and died in 95. Hall of Fame in 84. Lifetime batting average, 281. He had 28 lifetime runs. Um, I don't know. Boys, why did he get in? I don't know. Because, because there was, I believe there was, of course, politics, and I think the Veterans Committee, for whatever reason, decided to elect him to the Hall of Fame, and it's not 1929 right. 1929 to 1945, playing in the American League, basically. I, I don't know. He was a catcher. A catcher. So maybe they needed catches. It's a whole, you know, every every year is different. But uh, then you mentioned Gary Matthews. His son. No, no. He was he was rookie of the year. I mentioned Mazarowski. Right, but you also mentioned mm. moving back. You said that the from your statistics there, that uh, 1973 Matthews won something rookie of the year. I think you maybe you said yeah. rookie of the year, correct. And then he his, his son went on to play, right? Yeah, I believe yeah, he had a son. <laughs> yeah, and 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 Rose was compiling all those hits and those batting average during that era too. And Ron Bryant, you mentioned, right? Uh, we, we we laughed about that. That was his his career that one year. Yes, yes, he caught lightning in a bottle that year. That one year, one year. All right, that's all I wanted to say. But Michael, you wanted to say something, and Joe? Yeah, no, I, I just wanted to say something that Jerry intimated. Uh, politics obviously has a lot to be uh, considered in the world of uh, Rick, the Rick Farrells and Mazeroski. Obviously, there was something political that got those players of that level <laughs> and in my opinion, and I think it's an obvious opinion, you can see this in the world of politics and even in, uh, in political, you know, in uh, the, in, uh, in presidential politics or what have you, 
Uh, it is so important to have rapport with the media, even if you give them a hard time, if they can respect you and, and feel that you uh, are worthy. Uh, I'm thinking in the uh, case of somebody like uh, Steve Carlton, who, give the, who gave the uh, media a really hard time. Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. It is, is incumbent for the press to have respect for you and also <laughs> to have rapport with the media. And if you can't, you would end up like, uh, for example, uh, President Trump. I'm not going to say one way or the other about President Trump, but there have been times where in the front page of the Daily News, <laughs> as a lump of feces, okay, because of how he how he uh, picks on the press. So in my opinion, I feel that it is important to have a relationship and uh, have respect in the press. And that's my opinion. Yeah, the press, that's the one, that's, that's who gets you in, the press. Right, yes. not the players, mm -hmm. right? and not the numbers necessarily. Not the, the press, the press, you know. But you, you, whatever. All right, uh, Joe, and then Howie. Yeah. Um, how are the uh, how are the players chosen by the veterans committee? Is that also the press, or is that players, former players? Those are players, I think. <laughs> I yeah. think so part, of, part of the committee uh, is is that our uh, players, and the other part, I believe, are baseball writers, but. I will look that up and get back to you guys next week on that. Okay, so, so it's interesting that, you know, that a guy like Dick Allen, who probably should be in the Hall of Fame, you know, should have a better chance <laughs> because he'll be judged by his peers rather than by, you know, a group right. of people who didn't like him. Right. And whom he yeah. didn't like. And Unless he wasn't thing, a nice guy. Yeah. And there's one other, and there's one other thing that I would say. Um, I think that Ted Williams got in, but he wasn't he wasn't unanimous, if I remember. Yeah, which is absolutely which is absolutely is absolutely insane just looking at the numbers. And yet he probably probably there were baseball writers who said, I don't like you and I'm not voting for you. That's it. Like Tom Siebel wasn't a hundred percent and and uh, Gina. Gina wasn't a hundred percent. I thought he was. No? no, no, just Rivera. Rivera was just Rivera. Yeah, yeah. How we get well. Uh, bonds, you know, besides the PEDs, even with the PEDs, he, I, I believe he would have got, he would be in the Hall of Fame had he not treated the sports rise like, literally like cockroaches. Ah, that's true. Uh, and the same thing with Jeff Ken. Ken, yeah. during his time here, they would constantly write up that Kent would just tease the sports <laughs> rise, just treat him, you know, you know, just use them, manipulate them. And that's the reason why Ken, uh, Kent is not in the Hall of Fame right now. He right. will probably eventually, but that's the reason. I don't, I don't know. All right, uh, Gerald, do you want to continue us thing? Joe. Yeah, I want to say two things. First, regarding Steve Carlton. I had a lot of respect for Steve Carlton. He didn't want to talk to the press. And as a result, he gave up a lot of endorsement opportunities. And I thought, <laughs> I thought that was really... Uh, it, it showed his, 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 he had some principles. And secondly, Ted Williams, and I don't, I don't want to get into it. I know a whole history behind this. Ted Williams used to spit at reporters and he had good reason for that. I'm not going to go into detail, but, he, but trust me, he had very good reason to, to, to really despise reporters. He, he really did. It must have been the gap between his two front teeth. <laughs> All right, let's go on to uh, Milton. You name that tune sponsored this week by Stereo Speakers. 19, 
January 1973, a trio had this big hit. The songwriter about a girl that left him, but he's he's over it now. So this is a great song. Nice. Let's listen for a minute. Canadian Hall of Fame music. The last song I'll ever write. Edward Fair. Edward Fair. Good song, isn't it? Yes. It's a big hit. You know, I try to find some good stuff for you. Stop apologizing. You did a nice job. Good job. Always apologize. You did a good job. Good job. Nice song. Bring back a little memory. I don't remember it at all. This song you don't know now? It's a fun song. I listen to music all the time. Don't remember it. To Florida and hearing that song came back. Okay. All right. A couple of uh, beep beeps this week. Uh, The the Phillies have a pitcher. We may see him in the uh, playoffs. His first name is Ranger. Yeah. Ranger Suarez. Ranger. Ranger. Well, name the baby Ranger. Then there was the because the Giants have a cornerback, Cordell, Cordell, flat, flat, F L O T T. The Giants, yeah. football Giants, right. quarterback. And the University of Utah has a quarterback. Get this first name, Cameron Rising. His last name, Rising, R I S I N G, Rising. <laughs> so be it. So be it. All right. This day in sports, October sixth. What were the highlights of today in sports? Well, in 1882, the very <coughs> first World Series game was played. 1882, uh, the Red Stockings beat the Chicago White Stockings. Four <laughs> <laughs> nothing at uh, Cincinnati. In 1908, the New York Yankees lost a hundred games in 1908. As they went 51 and 103. In 1911, the Boston Rustlers, future Hall of Famer Cy Young, loses his very last game to the Dodgers. And this was his 906th all time game. Hmm. What an arm this guy must have had, huh? So he won more than half, well, more than half his games. It's That's amazing. Right. That's right. That's right. Uh, how about this one? In 1919, I never heard this story before. Chicago White Sox had a catcher named Ray Shock, Shock, S-C-H-A-L-K, like chalk with an S. Yeah. Yeah. He was ejected. Uh, let's see, he was ejected from the World Series because his pitchers refused to follow his signals. So he must have had a big fight. <laughs> with his own players. <laughs> I don't know. There's more to that story. I, I got to do a little detail on that. Uh, in 2020, brothers opposed each other in the World Series. Cleveland's Wheeler Johnston and the Brooklyn Dodgers had a Jimmy Johnston. Two brothers. Yeah, brothers. In 1923, 
I didn't never heard this from before, but this was the first nationally unassisted triple play. And it was by a brave Eddie Patchett versus the Phils. I didn't know that one. In 26, Babe Ruth hits three World Series home runs. Uh, the first time that ever happened. 1945, let you might remember this story. Tavern owner, Billy Goat Cianis, oh, buys a seat for his goat in game four of the World <laughs> Series. He's escorted out and cast a goat's curse, curse. on the Cubs. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 1959, uh, I remember that World Series. I must have been sure. nine. Yeah, the White Sox beat the Dodgers in one of the games, uh, game five at Memorial Stadium. There was 92,000 watching that baseball game oh, at the Coliseum. Coliseum. Yeah. Really packed them in there. Wow. Uh, 19, today, 1969, the <gasps> Mets finished off their three-game sweep of the Braves. Right. Sounds like yesterday, right? I, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. 1983, the Jets said, bye-bye, we're leaving Shea, we're going to the Meadowlands. Meadowlands, On yeah. this day. October 6th. Huh? 1985, 46-year-old Phil Necro wins, wins his 300th game as a Yankee. Well, that's right, he was a Yankee. A Yankee. I forgot that. Yeah, he was a Yankee. I don't know how many games he won as a Yankee, but he won his 300th while being a Yankee. Uh, let's see what else happened on this day. Going real quick. Oh, 1993. Basketball. Michael Jordan announces he's leaving basketball after nine seasons and three championships from the Bulls. But we know he returns a couple of years later to win three more. the curve. To win three more. Right. 95, <laughs> Colorado Avalanche play their first game ever because they were the formerly the Quebec Nordiques. Quebec Nordiques. What's a Nordique? Anyone know? A northerner? It's like a Canuck. It's a term for, a term from, term for somebody from the northern part of Canada. Nordique. I don't know French. Uh, in 2010, the great Roy Halladay pitched uh, the second postseason no-hitter. Uh, game one uh, against the Reds in the National League Division Series. Roy Halladay, gone too soon. Yeah. Okay, uh, Gerald? Okay, Phil Necro played for the Yankees for two years, 1984-1985. He was 16 and 8 in 1984 and 16 and 12 in 1985. Right. Those, oh. were, were those bad seasons for the Yankees? I imagine it was. 32 wins. Mattingly yeah. won the uh, batting title. Mattingly, yeah. they came close. Those were the years. The they, years come close. they did well, but then they go the I, I think they didn't have enough pitching. They grew with it. Amazing, huh? Let's let's use the 44, 45-year-old, 46-year-old. All right, Michael, Michael we're up to yeah. you and your Yankees if you have. And Jets, if you have a rant, by the way, you're sponsored by Rubber Bands. <laughs> what do you got, Michael? All right, well, uh, first of all, uh, I have a report about Roger Maris. But before I get into that, 
just want to say one last thing. I know last week I spoke about Aaron Judge, and in my mind, he was—he uh, he is unbelievable. And, yeah. uh, I think it's he had it's it's nice. Uh-oh. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I felt that he had as great a season as I've ever seen. I've been following the Yankees all my life. And yet, on Thursdays, I go to Jones Beach, and I hang out with a bunch of uh, people our age and older, and they came up with things I didn't like about Aaron Judge. I said, what the hell could you not like about Aaron Judge? And for one thing, uh, one guy cited the way he handled the entire incident with Donaldson and the Chicago White Sox third baseman. And he sort of like sided with the uh, Chicago third baseman. And he, he, uh, this guy liked Donaldson. And uh, we had a sort of like a disagreement over that. And also, uh, he doesn't think, as I do, that uh, Judge is actually... The uh, I guess the, the America's uh, the, the face of the sport, and although if he would leave the Yankees, and it would be sad, especially if he goes to the Mets, uh, and possibly and possibly to the Giants. I, I kind of feel that he's the face of baseball. He's the greatest player in baseball, and if you watch the game on uh, uh, when he hit the 60-second home run, you can see the love they had for him in Texas. And I was watching the news that evening. And uh, they, they just loved him in Texas. And they will probably love him wherever he goes. And uh, he is the face of baseball, not just the Yankees. And even though I'd be brokenhearted if he left the Yankees, I think that uh, he would still be loved no matter where he goes. He's that type of person. He's that type of player. And that's how I feel about uh, Aaron Judge. Anyway, uh, getting to Roger Maris, I found this article, The Ordeal of Roger Maris. This is from 1960. And uh, his difficulty with the reporters. And I just want to read you a little excerpt, okay? This is from 1961. Recently, a reporter preparing an article for high school students asked, who is your favorite singer? He goes, Frank Sinatra. And he goes, female singer. And Maris goes, I don't have a favorite female singer. So the reporter goes, well, would it be all right if I wrote Doris Day? And Maris goes, how could you write Doris Day when I tell you I don't have a favorite? Justified, <coughs> And uh, that's one of the examples. Then it says in, in Detroit, Maris hits his 50, 57th home run off the facade of the roof in center field. And uh, Al Kaline picks up the ball and throws it toward the Yankee dugout. So a reporter goes, wasn't that nice of Al Kaline? And Maris goes, anybody would have done it. It was nice of Al Kaline, but any ball player would have done it. So you could also see the contentiousness of Maris with the reporters. In Chicago, someone asked if he really wanted to break Ruth's record. Damn right, Maris said, neglecting to pay the customary fealty to Babe. What I mean is the reporter said, Ruth was a great man. Maybe I'm not a great man, Maris said, but I damn well want to break the record. Okay, then it goes on. There's a good part over here. Uh, Reporter goes, you play around on the road. A magazine reporter asked, and Maris goes, I'm a married man. And the reporter goes, I'm a married man myself, but I play around on the road. And Maris goes, that's your business. A reporter from Texas asked Maris if he would rather bat 300 or hit 60 home runs. A reporter in Detroit wanted to know if a right-handed curve broke in on him. And Maris would say, I suppose so. And Maris said with a controlled sarcasm, seeing that I, seeing that I bat left. But aside from such extremes, most of the questions have not been either very good or very bad, 
but they've been many, 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 many. And it left Maris hurt and angry. And that's probably a, a difference between the Maris home runs and judges. And if you recall, those of you who followed Maris back in 1961, when Maris got up to bat, the reporters actually got closer to the home plate than, than the batter's box to take the pictures of, bat, of Maris batting. You can imagine how nervous he was. And similarly, I guess uh, if I were Aaron Judge, if I was a great baseball player, I would be very, very nervous if my mother sat behind me. Mm. And uh, that, that was really something. But uh, I really feel that this is a terrific baseball season for the Yankees and the Mets. And you would have to admit that if you are a Yankee fan, it is absolutely great that it's happening to a Yankee. And, it, and it's wonderful and it's a good feeling. But uh, the rest of the baseball uh, community loves and appreciates Maris, at least uh, a judge, at least I'd say 97 to 98 of them. Uh, anyway, that's my story. Any Jets information, Jets rant? Any Jets information or jet, a rant, uh, Michael? Well, with the Jets, I see the Jets have won four games. And I've been a Jet fan all my life. And I haven't seen the uh, Jets ever win four games. I uh, have the first two four games. Two, two and two. Uh, no, I'm sorry, that's what I mean. Of the four games they won, uh, two of the games that they won were miracles. So uh, that's what I wanted to say, what I noticed about the Jets. Uh, I found that uh, the first game that they won with Flacco, all of a sudden he morphed into a halfway decent quarterback because I really think he stinks. And the game that they won this past Sunday, I feel that was very, very miraculous when it looked like the Jets were really going to lose. All of a sudden, Wilson is, is uh, fourth and uh, third, third and seven, third and eight. He's completing passes like that. And the Jets miraculously won with a big I don't think goal. they were miraculous. Well, it was, it was pretty cool. So uh, <laughs> what, I, what I feel about the Jets this Sunday is a very, very interesting game because it will be over 500. And one last thing about the Jets, I find that this Garrett Wilson just may be a stud. And that's my Jets report. Thank you on that. A couple of things before we get to you, Gerald. Um, uh, Maris, let the guy be buried. Leave him alone. <laughs> Come up with these stories about Maris and his, his behavior. How many years ago? 60 years ago. As far as Judge goes. You said the uh, the people in the stands were rooting for him. I wouldn't be surprised there are Yankee fans who bought tickets, <laughs> right? How many uh, Ranger fans actually would buy tickets other than to come in to see uh, uh, Judge uh, do it? And the Giants, Howie, is there room in the outfield for him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Batting averages in the outfield, of course. But there's room. I, there's room in any man's outfield. For yeah, him. I mean, every take a seat, son. Uh, <laughs> Aaron's playing right. Uh, Gerald, what do you want to say? In defense of Roger Maris' interactions with reporters, he was from a small town, I believe, Fargo, North Dakota. Yeah, I right. don't think he liked being in the spotlight. As I recall, during that magical season, he was losing his hair. And I think he was under a lot of pressure, and I don't think he liked being in the spotlight. As you know, as you may know, he originally came up with Cleveland and then went to Kansas City. I think those towns were more uh, suited to him than New York. 
Yeah, yeah. You get this yelling crew cut all the time. I wonder if that's the reason why, you know, his hair was so the hair was falling out. The kid can't tell. Joe and then Milton. Yeah, I just wanted to say also he was going up against Mantle. Remember, they were very close in the chase until Mantle got hurt, and Mantle was by far the more popular player. And I'm I mean, sure that Maris, wanted Mantle to I'm sure that, that I'm record. sure that Maris I'm sure that Maris felt that and felt it from the writers as well. Didn't help. Mm-hmm. Milt. Yeah, I just wanted to ask you, what year was he traded to the Cardinals? Around 66, I think, 65. Because wasn't it in 68 that he hit like 385 and helped them win the World Series against... No, they didn't win. 67. 67 67 when he played the Red Sox. He had a tremendous uh, World Series. Yeah. He was on the card. Charlie Smith, I think. Charlie Smith, third base. Charlie Smith. Was it also true... That on his 61st home run, when he got the ball, he gave it to the kid and said, someday you may, you'll, yeah, it'll be worth a lot of money. What did yeah. he get for it? 2000? 5000. 5000. No, he wasn't a bad guy at all. I remember yeah. him. I, I love Mantle, but I didn't mind Maris. I used right. to watch I, I them. agree with Milton. I, I agree with you, Milton. Uh, I love Mantle. And yet I had no problems with what Maris was doing. Me either. And you know what? You know how many times they did it back to back, the M&M? Why would, why would you have a problem with it if you're a Yankee fan? He's, he's helping a team. Helping a team win. Exactly. I mean, come on, you know. <clears throat> right, right. You know what? Uh, the, you remember what happened Why Mantle couldn't finish the season? You, you know the story? There was his One of the doctors, team doctors, gave him an injection yeah. in his hip, and he got, they, they think it was um, some yeah. type of injection that they used <laughs> to give the ball players at that time, not steroids, but something to give, them a, lift, give them a lift or something, and he got an infection Ooh. from the injection. Well, I didn't know that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah and he couldn't play. He couldn't yeah. play. Um, <laughs> right. Gerald, yeah. So so Maris was Maris was a cardinal in 1967 and 1968, and uh, allegedly there was a great rival rivalry between the two. But as I recall, I think they were roommates. They rented an apartment in Queens, New York. Yeah. So they really didn't exactly hate each other. Okay. Thank you for that report, Howie. We haven't heard from you as far as a West Coast report. Oh. Sponsored by uh, used scorecards. Used scorecards. Remember scorecards? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I used to have one. What do you got in the West Coast? Autograph. Well, last uh, Saturday, I went to a, a book reading by this author, Eric Gray, who wrote, this is his second book. It's called Backyard to the Ballparks. And it's basically, I had never met him. <laughs> I only talked to him. And I was part of this Facebook baseball group. Uh, some years ago, he all of a sudden reached out to people and asked them uh, for baseball stories, either when you were at, you know, the first game you were at or where you were when uh, an event happened or stories passed on from your parents. And he compiled it in his book, the first book called Basis to Bleachers. But he had so many stories. <coughs> he uh, he had to he he had enough for the second book, and uh, he grew up actually on Long Island in, in Plainview, 
and uh, moved out here, similar to what happened to me. But like I said, I had never met him, but I gave him some stories which were included in the first book. But one of, one of the stories, uh, and in short, uh, he included it in this book. And if I may, I'll read it. Uh, this is called The First Aid Visit. In September 2004, we got tickets for a Friday night Giants versus Padres game, hoping it would be the one when Barry Bonds would hit his 700th home run. As it turned out, it was. We had terrific seats about 20 rows behind home plate. The Giants scored early to take a 3-0 lead, but Bonds failed to homer in the first inning. My wife Priscilla had a terrible headache, so she asked an usher where she can get some aspirin. The usher gave us some and also suggested she go to the first aid station. After the first bonds at bat, she left, and I reminded her to be sure to return by the time he got up again. The second inning came and went with Priscilla nowhere to be seen. Bonds got up in the third, Hit home run number 700, and all hell broke loose. Fireworks exploded. Streamers came raining down around home plate. Some fans sitting near me asked me where my wife was. And I said, I honestly didn't know. About half an inning later, Priscilla came back and told me she had to trek way out beyond left field to get to the first aid station. We had just gotten aspirin from the nurse when Bonds hit the home run. She and the nurse watched it on the television set in the first aid room. We had gotten terrific seats to see this milestone home run, and my wife wound up watching it on television in left field. She made me swear that I would never tell anyone that she didn't actually see the home run in person. So that, was, that was my story. But his book, it, it's loads of stories and you just go through it it's different different times and he's on a book tour and he's going to be on long island on october 21st in melville new york mm. at gregory's coffee shop at 11 and 2 30. <laughs> he's, he's doing a double header uh pile him in there <laughs> what <laughs> Gregory's Coffee Shop. They're probably going to pile them in, huh? Mm -hmm. I guess. I don't know. But we were in this backyard in nearby Lafayette. Beautiful backyard. And there were about, I thought we'd only have like four or five people. There were like 25 people. Uh, and I posted on my Facebook page. But nice guy. Uh, he and his wife had uh, season six for the Giants. And uh, it, it, the book is, it, it's really good to read the stories and I'm, I felt honored that he included my story in, in the second book um, that's my report well thank you on that thank you on that okay let's go on to store uh sports stories by larry sponsored by phone charges and what you got today for uh larry my story this week is entitled the nda sixth man off the bench in 1954, Red Arbuck started Frank Ramsey as the sixth man off the bench. Ramsey, a six foot three guard or small forward, provided adhesive defense 
And before you knew it, he averaged more than 13 points a game. Red once tried to make Ramsey a starter, but that never worked out as well. Orbeck also put guard or forward John Hondo Havlicek in this role. In the 1963-64 season, Hondo averaged 19.9 points per game and showed that he was ready to assume Ramsey's role as a Celtics all-important sixth man. He is considered the best sixth man of all time. Beginning in the 1983 season, the NBA established an award for this for the best sixth man off the bench. To be eligible for the award, a player must come off the bench in more games than he starts. A panel of sports writers and broadcasters vote on the players for this award. <clears throat> Here are three great six-man award winners. Over 2005 to 2021, shooting guard Lou Williams won this award three times, twice for Los Angeles Clippers and once for the Toronto Raptors. Over four games in December 2016, Williams scored 137 points the biggest four-game scoring performance by a reserve since the NBA began such tracking in 1970. <clears throat> Over 2000 to 2020, shooting guard Jamal Crawford was the only other player to win this award three times. And in this role, Jamal amassed more than 10,000 career points off the bench playing for nine teams. In the 2007-2008 season, Greg Popovich moved shooting guard Manu Ginobili to the bench to ignite the second unit of the San Antonio Spurs. During their championship run that year, <coughs> Manu, <coughs> Manu filled the stat sheet with 16.7 points per game, 5.5 rebounds per game, 3.7 assists per game, and 1.7 steals per game. And he won the sixth man award that season. That completes my story for this week. Six man comments, anybody? Uh, Gerald and then Michael. I wanted to make a comment about John Havlicek about his athleticism. Mm -hmm. he, he played high school football, played no college football, and notwithstanding, he was drafted by the Cleveland Browns. And I remember those outlet passes to him uh, as a Celtic that he caught and went in for layups. And he was just a fantastic athlete in general. Yeah. Thank you on that. Michael. Agree with what Jerry said, but prior to Havlicek, Frank Ramsey, what, uh, what was he most famous for? What was the shot that he, what was his shot? And it was probably the best I've seen in the NBA. Same shot. A hook shot. That? He had a hook shot like you wouldn't want to believe. What was that, Tommy Heinsohn? Yeah, it was Tommy Heinsohn. But Ramsey, yeah. Ramsey was, was the first of that kind who really had an incredible uh, hook shot. Don't forget Cliff Hagen, Michael. About Cliff Hagen also. Cliff Hagen also. Well, they did in those days. They yeah, did yeah, hook yeah. Shots. <laughs> yeah, they, they were college teammates. Yeah, I didn't know that. Jersey, Kentucky. Add to this? Yeah, one, one of the best six men was on the Pistons. From Brooklyn, New York, the microwave, Vinnie Johnson. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Joe? 
Uh, I just thought that Havlicek was the uh, the best clutch basketball player I ever saw, and that comes from watching way too many Knicks Celtics games. Yeah, <laughs> he was just there was just something about Havlicek. Yeah, yeah. especially when he I mean, stole the ball. How great! Yep. yep, Havlicek steals the ball. Yep, <laughs> I remember that. So do I, Johnny Lewis. <laughs> Thanks it's for that story. Item. Thanks for that story, uh, Larry. Yes. And let's move on. Uh, let's go into all the baseball stuff. We did talk about the judge thing. Let's go a little deeper. Uh, who, did, who did judge hit the home run off of? It's going to be trivia. Get his name. <laughs> yeah, it's a Jesus. Jesus. I know. Tinoco, right? Jesus Tinoco. Tanoko. 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 What, Michael? What, Michael? You'll be Michael. happy to hear that we don't know. <laughs> the, guy, the guy who, the guy who judge hit the home run off of was the guy who did this. <laughs> Oops. And who caught, who caught the ball? What's the kids? That wasn't a kid. It's a man. Yeah, it's guy's name. Corey uh, Yeoman. Yeah, his wife is something on uh, The Bachelor or something like that. Yeah. I he's think. A, he's oh, a really? Vice, he's yeah. a vice president of Fisher Investments. Yeah. According to my uh, daughters, they told me that. So uh, if, if it was you and they offered you $2 million, that's the going rate now, would you take it or are you going to hold out? What are you going to do? Take it, definitely. Take it. I need the <laughs> money. Put it up need the money, huh? I need it. I need it now. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, it's very important to uh, consider the tax implications. And without going into a lot of detail, Hank Greenberg once negotiated with the Tigers getting stock for part of his raise <laughs> and then selling the stock like a year later and getting long term capital gains treatment and there, thereby saving uh, taxes. So this gentleman uh, is, is correct in being deliberate in accepting $2 million and maybe talking to tax attorneys. Very mm. key, very key yeah. thing. When Maguire... No state income tax. When Maguire hit number 70, he was given... Uh, whoever whoever caught it was given $3 million. Correct. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And, and Maguire was the first person to break the 61. Going back. Who broke the Maris thing at uh, whatever year that was? All right, so go back, to judge a little bit. He lost the triple crown. Yes, he did. And that's going to be a trivia question too. The kid from uh, the twins, Louis Arise, Arise, Arise. I can't even pronounce his name. <laughs> How are we going to remember his name uh, twenty years from now? A R R A E Z. Spell it. 316 to 311. It's the only uh, thing the Twins ever beat the Yankees at. I don't know. But the, pre <laughs> the pressure on, on, on Judge. Uh, did you guys watch the last week when he hit the, after, after 61? Mm. Every at bat coming up there. And uh, yep. when he struck out or he grounded out or got a single, people were booing. Or he got hit. He's all around. Yeah. yeah. And he yeah. smiling, if you remember. No more smiling for Stop a while. Stop smiling. Well, get a little frustrating, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone thought it's a sure thing. Well, thank God he finally got it. <laughs> and congrats to uh, Garrett Cole for breaking the Yankees' uh, season record for uh, strikeouts. Oh, I thought you were going to say most home runs given up. That, that too. <laughs> the positive side was that he passed uh, Ron Pitch. He's 247, I think might have been, 246. 48. 
He went to uh, video, 57. Had... He went to. That was good. That was good. They had Cole. They had, they had a clubhouse meeting. I think it was officiated by Rizzo, and uh, Cole was a, a, you know mentioned, and Cole got a phone call from Gidry. Yeah. And uh, Gidry congratulated him. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Uh, and if the Mets just won that yeah. one game. Yep, one game. And that's what it came down to because sure. they ended with the exact same record. Right. Well, the Braves weren't playing yesterday. They didn't care the last game. But the Braves won 10, 10 yep. 19. And the Mets won nine. If it was, Mets would have won one of the three, everything it gets reversed. That's right. They're the and, and, they were the better team. Well, the Mets spent 175 days in first place, the Braves mm. spent eight. You don't win by number of days in first place. Hmm? I said, you, you, you don't win 175 to 8. That They don't count the number of yep. games. I know, I know, I know. You know. So now a little controversy has developed on who the Mets are going to be pitching on these three games against the Padres. Should you? They're going to start with Scherzer. And if they lose the first game, they're going to come back with DeGrom. If they win this first game, they're going to come with Bassett. There's some. There's been some talk I've heard from uh, that they're not telling me that that the Grom's blister may be more than more. Than, I've I've heard that from some sources. Well, it could it could be maybe more than uh, bothering, now, if, bothering if, him more than they say. If if he's okay, is this a slap in the face to your the face of your team? No, no, because they. Because, no, they won't. because they Bassett's want a good pitcher, Dodgers. and then they can start the Grom in game one of the, of the NLDS. Yeah. If they get there. 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 I don't know. I don't know. A lot of people. I talked to a lot they of people be, today. They, they should they said be. said that he's going to be leaving the team after well, this. I mean, Padres did beat him four out of six. I mean, I know you can't go by that because in yeah. 1988, right. the Mets won 10 of 11 mm-hmm. against the Dodgers. And put right. there. You can't tell. Gerald? Let's not forget the last two or three starts. The ground uh, wasn't wasn't exactly effective, and he lost to the Oakland A's, which killed me. I yeah. could not believe what I was seeing. They yeah. were manhandling him like he was nothing. Yep, another and, game they should have won. And, and, and they're really missing more than think. You know, they, of Ster- Sterling Marte. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I mean oh, you, yeah. look, you, you think about it. Look, terrific yeah. player, Sterling. Yeah, yeah. shortens it shortens the lineup. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. yeah they missed him, but they should have won some of those games. That the Pirates beat them. They, yep. All those are the Cubs. No, the Cubs swept them. The Cubs right. swept them. Yeah. That's another win. No, that's right. But that's they, they life. Yes, that's they, life. That's the season. Right. They didn't. They didn't lose the, yeah. the playoffs in. Uh, I mean, the first place in the last weekend. They they lost. That's, their how, we, that's how we look. That's how yeah, we everybody look. said, "Oh, look, look at the schedule." You know, Marlins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They had an very easy Nationals, schedule. whoever. Yeah. You know. Took it easy. And congrats to Jeff Jeff McNeil. He wins the, yep. uh, the batting title. And I guess uh, I guess controversy again. Why he sit out? And uh, if he would have played the last game and made a couple outs, Freddie Freeman could have won the title. <clears throat> but his three twenty six was the highest in baseball. Because exactly. that guy uh, around. Yep. Good for him. And yep. uh, he gets a car. Oh, really? <laughs> From Francisco Lindor. Because Lindor. <laughs> Lindor said, you win the batting crowd, I'm buying you a car. <laughs> oh, I think that's great. Huh? 
so Buck wins his wins. He's going to the playoffs for the fourth time, taking his fourth team to the playoffs. Pretty good, right? Yeah. And they had a, they had who were the only other players to take four different teams to the playoffs? Anyone know? Well, managers. Uh, Baker is one. Dusty's Dusty. gone five Baker. times. Dusty's five, five times. Yeah. Oh, okay. Who else? Uh, Who exactly others? four. Billy Martin. Billy Martin. Billy Martin. Dick, right. Dick Williams. Not Dick Williams. Uh-huh. I was surprised to hear this one, but you got to like uh, dig a little deep. Uh, Davy Johnson, supposedly. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Four teams. Yeah. And they still a little, uh, they're playing with the numbers. So, uh, the last 122 years in the American League, three Yankees, three right fielders, Ruth, Maris, and Judge. Yep. Pretty good, right? Three, oh, wait, nine, Ruth, and 99, Ruth. all divisible by three, huh? Playing with numbers. Gerald? Ruth played right field. He never played center field? No. 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 Played no. right field. <laughs> oh, and uh, no, we didn't hear too much about him the last couple of weeks. Edwin Diaz, who had a hell of a year. Yeah. A little statistic as of last Friday. He faced 226 batters and struck out 113 of them. Yeah. You know, good point about Diaz. I know it was on a bad team, but you, look, look at his brother's statistics. It was very good for Cincinnati. Like a one point something ERA, seven and three. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Both of them had really good years. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, let's see what else we have. You think you'll see uh, Zach Britton anymore in the Yankees, or that's the last you've seen of him? I think what happened? Healthy, I think if he's healthy, he'll come back. If he's okay, good, I'll bring him not, back. Not this year. I don't no, think not this can. year, next year. No. I don't think uh, his contract is up. They got to pay him. We'll see. I don't know about what about her all this Chapman. You think you've seen the last of him? Yeah. Yes. You yes. think he's making the roster? No. I don't know about that. I don't know. You know, even his last uh, the last game he pitched, he, he got side out in order. And uh, Jeff Nelson on the radio said he was throwing uh, uh, cutters that were uh, right there. They could have hit it. He just didn't. They they just didn't hit it. So he's he's like off. And I'd prefer not seeing him. That honest. could be a You'll big prefer. concern. Their bullpen could be a big concern. I mean, yeah. is Holmes healthy? I mean, Joe? Yeah, I got a question. Um, roster changes. Can they change after each series? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. They can. Yeah. That, so they could, leave, they could leave Chapman off for the first series and then yeah. put him back in if they want. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why teams okay. should, team should okay. do this. Like, for, the, for the wild card series, why should, the Mets shouldn't carry. Carrasco and Walker, they're not going to play. So they should leave them off the roster and they can carry other guys who, who might play. Yeah, maybe. And what if I get a blister? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you need a starter. You never can tell. I'm, I'm happy to hear that uh, Gary Cohn was nominated for the Ford Frick Award. Really? Second wow. time he's been nominated. Last time he didn't get in. But this could be, you know, for the Hall of Fame, for for broadcasting. What a fabulous uh, 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 announcer I think he is. Of course, we're yes, going to list him all the time. Yeah. And um, 
he's done for the year because he, there are no more games going to be on the SNY. Right. So he doesn't. So, but the radio, Howie Rose, they, they brought they, they, they broadcast all the games. So Howie Rose will be on the radio. I'm surprised they didn't let Gary Cohen join him. Go ahead, Daryl. Larry. The Los, the Angels uh, signed uh, Otani, <clears throat> which they didn't have to do for $30 million in his One last year. year. They did the same thing with Trout. They didn't have to do it. They came to him before his contract was out. Mm-hmm. Too, too bad the Yankees didn't do the same. Mm-hmm. Isn't it ironic that Susan Wallman misjudges home run because it was Yom Kippur? Yes. Right. <laughs> Yom Kippur. Young uh, for. Yeah, the Mets yeah. had an outfielder. Oh, Efros will be their closer. Yeah, that's true. Does it? So the Mets have an outfielder. I don't know. They, they may put this kid on the roster. Terrence Gore. Yes. Oh, yeah. Pinch runner. You know, it's a, a pinch runner. runner. Yeah, you know, he right. has three World Series rings. Yeah. And he's a good <laughs> yeah, bunter. Yeah. And he's a good bunter. 15. 15 uh, he's a great September Royals, player. Royals, the Dodgers, and the Braves. And he's a good bunter. He's a good bunter. I thought that's very interesting. Uh, Seattle makes the playoffs for the first time since 2001. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Longest playoffs drought in history. And they had a catcher. Louis Torrens became the first position player in Seattle history. I don't know if anyone else has done this. To earn a pitching win. Imagine that a position player getting into a game that was close enough to be involved in a win versus the Tigers on Tuesday. I remember, I think it's happened before. I remember watching on the MLB extra innings a few years ago, White Sox and the Phillies played like an 18, 19 inning game and they ran out of pitches. And I think the winning pitcher, I don't remember who it was, but I I think it was a position player. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. And no Mark one's even Mike. no one's talking about the Phils and no one's talking about the Indians, but be careful of the Indians. That's all I want to say. Mark, can I say one thing about Howie Rose? Yes, you Rose? can. Go ahead. Interrupt me anytime yeah. you want. I, I just wanted to say uh, uh, I agree that Howie Rose is a good announcer you'd ever want to listen to. And if anybody's interested, uh, actually, back in the day, say when the Yankees were in the uh, playoffs, they would have, except for the World Series, they would have the regular announcers on Channel 11. Right. And they would have the national games on. Uh, one of the other stations, but uh, nowadays, some people might not like watching the games on Fox. If you DVR the uh, the games that are televised, and you go back a little bit or forward back a little forward a little bit on your DVR, you can sync it with your radio, and you can listen to Howie Rose simultaneously to the radio. And I do that also when I can't stand the announcers on TV. Like when, when what's his name was announcing when, when Joe Buck was announcing. I couldn't stand the guy, and I would rather listen to John and Susan any day over Joe Buck. So uh, it's doable, and that's as long as the uh, TV broadcast is ahead of the radio broadcast, and very frequently it is. And you, you, got, you got more time on your hand than I do. Yeah. I don't really pay attention to <laughs> That's, that's <laughs> good. That's interesting. So Albert Pujols ended with 7.03. Yep. He did not stop at 700. He no. kept going to 7.03. Uh, and of course, he passed Babe Ruth uh, for a second on the all-time 
RBI list, which I thought. And what a great gesture. I don't know if you guys picked this up or saw it on, uh, on YouTube. No. The, 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 the cards manager. Of course, we'll see the cards in the, in the playoffs, but for the season, Oliver Marmo is, <laughs> is the uh, manager of the uh, cards. He took uh, Adam Wainwright out of a game. And right. he, he took Albert Pujols and Yadi Molina out at the same time. And all three of them walked off the field the I same time. Yeah. Yadi's going to retire yeah. after, the, after yeah. the series, whatever. Pujols is on his way out. Wainwright's not sure. Right. You know, he ended with a losing record this year. <clears throat> Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there was a, a, a little cartoon, a little a caption. And they said to... Uh, about Wainwright and Molina. Uh, Thanks for playing catch with me. After <laughs> <laughs> all those years, I thought that was I thought that was good. The Dodgers, 111 wins. Wow. Hundred, the first National League team since 1909 to have all those, and they're the first team to win 106 games or more three straight years. Really, no, no one's ever done that. That's what I read. I read. I read. Still don't like them. Still don't like them. Yeah, well, Me neither. what happens? Why? Have we, have we seen the last of Nelly Cruz? Uh, uh, he, yeah, he played with the Nats this year. Quietly, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? He still wants to play his 19th season, but I think he's up. Uh, our little Bobby Shantz. Little, our little Bobby Shantz turned 97 the other day. Wow. Number 30. Number 30. Number 30. Yes. And you know, him and Kurt Simmons, who I believe is also alive, are the only two players alive to play in the 40s into the 60s. They both play in the 1940s. Little Bobby Shantz, Kurt. Yeah, Simmons, Simmons was one of the whiz kids. I think so. Yeah. World yeah. Series. And Howie, yeah. what's this Willie McCovey, the Willie Mack Award that Wilma Flores won? Yeah. What is that? What is that award? It's uh, it basically uh, oh, I'd have to look it up, but it basically shows it's the class of the player uh, to the community, to the team, uh, and uh, Wilma. Uh, absolutely deserved it, and they signed him, him to a two-year contract. He's so valuable because he can play first, second, and third. And uh, the Giants need that because uh, they're likely have uh, not going to re-sign Brandon Belt. Longoria is uh, he wants to stay. He, he's moving his family to San Francisco, so they think Longoria is going to they're going to decline his contract, and then they're going to re-sign him at a lower. Uh, right, because they got this guy VR who they brought from the minors who really did well, and the JD Davis. Yeah. Uh, v- v- was that a was a terrible year, right? trade. <laughs> that was, Bilal, I mean, who was a Met last year. Terrible trade. What? Bilal, Bilal wasn't he a Met last year? Yes. Yeah, he was. Yes. Jonathan I Bilal. I was upset but, yeah. they didn't uh, resign. Uh, has really blossomed. Uh, so, and he's young. He's only like twenty-eight years old. Yeah. Who? Flores? No, Flores is like 31. But yeah. Davis, I think, is 28 because I remember the trade for Ruff, and Ruff is 38, in his mid 30s. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's late and 30, I thought yeah. 
Well, that's a good trade for the Giants. It was, and a terrible trade. Why didn't you say something before they did it? <laughs> didn't the Mets give up four players for him? Yeah, but they got Givens also, I think, right? No, that was a separate trade with the Cubs. Was it? Okay. Yeah. He yeah. was on the Cubs. Yeah. yeah. He's not a bad pitcher, Givens. No, no. Well, but he's always been on a losing team. So, well, yeah. Uh, how, about those, how about those Baltimore Orioles? What a great story that is. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That was short. Gerald, why you got? I think they say regarding trades made by general managers, if they're right about 65, 70% of the time, that's actually very good. You know, hindsight's always 20 20, of course. I don't want to forget. Uh, that Hector Lopez passed. Yeah. 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 93 oh, yeah. years old. Famous for the Yankees. Number yeah. what? Yeah. 11. Number 11, 11 of course. And uh, he was a terrible fielder. What a pair of yeah. You know, he right? came up. Yeah. And I Kansas remember him way. I remember him with the Kansas City A's. Yeah. Came up as a second baseman. Then they moved him to third base, and he couldn't throw the ball to thir- first base at all. He just wide over the head, terrible. Then he went to the Yankees. <clears throat> they put him in the outfield. Left field. Left field. Yeah. 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 Uh, with the Yankees, 59 to 66, two World Series. Second Panamanian uh, to make Major League Baseball. This guy, Humberto Robinson, was the first. I don't remember him at all. Me neither. Yeah, yeah. He's the first. They say black, but he's not. What he was? He's Hispanic. The first Hispanic to manage in the Triple A system, and he led the way for Frank Robinson to be the first uh, mm-hmm. black manager. Six years later, and interesting about Hector Lopez. <clears throat> after retirement, he began a twenty-year career in the Hempstead, Long Island. Department yeah. of Recreation. Right. He also was a baseball coach for Malvern High School. Wow. Right here. Right. Yeah. His yeah. son is currently coaching basketball at Malvern and recently got his 300th win. Ah. I remember going to a Yankee game. Don't remember the year. We sat in right field. Hector Lopez was playing right field. I knew we were sitting in right field. I, I made a banner. And, and showed it. He uh, said, "Hooray for Hector!" And uh, I must have it somewhere in my attic somewhere. But so I, you know, I appreciate the guy. And he had that great that's batting stance, that really closed batting stance. <clears throat> if you remember, mm-hmm. the left foot was far, far, far in front of the um, right foot. Okay, may he rest in peace, Hector Lopez. He mm-hmm. came to some of the Yankee old timers games, and maybe that's one reason why he didn't show up this year. He must have been uh, not well. Yeah, whatever. All right, let's go to the Jets and the uh, Giants, Giants football yes. last week. Giants, yes. The so Giants. What do you want to talk? Giants first. Yeah. What do you want to talk about? Three and one. <laughs> they, they, now yeah. they're going across the pond. Ain't they're gonna last. Matches. They're winning the close games. It ain't going to last. The you don't Packers, know that. The Packers. The, I, you are I what your record know. says you are. Yeah, three and three, one. Right? Not I'm impressed. <clears throat> is is Daniel am. Jones going to quarterback? They say his high ankle sprain is okay. No, they say, yeah, they say he's, he's getting better. I don't think so. I don't think he's getting better. And I think, yes, Boomer, yes, this yes. Morning, I think Boomer this morning 
cannot find another game the Giants could win the rest of the season. Maybe they one. didn't sign a back. They didn't sign um, a backup. Uh, the, the their regular backup is done got concussion, right? What's his name? Um, Taylor. I'm sure, the Giants gonna win some games. They're, gonna, they're gonna beat Washington twice. <laughs> they're gonna. Be, I got the Giants winning nine or ten games. You have the Giants oh. winning nine or ten games. Yeah, that they're, they're a better team. Their defense is playing better. They're gonna win the close games. They're coaching. I'm I'm always optimistic. Anyway. All right. Oh yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Nine thirty Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Tune in, Howie. Yeah. What is that? That's. By the way, the game is on NFL Network and ABC, Channel 7. Yeah, last, last week, uh, the Vikings played, and that's my wife's favorite yeah. team. And so game. I taped it, and it was a good game to watch. Oh, you could yeah. tape it, right. And why wake up 6.30? That's right, 6.30 in the morning for you guys. Yeah, I just taped it. But it was so, a great game. Yeah, was so it was a great game. Field goal for Detroit, 61. Yeah, yeah, and... We're saying that the Londoners love the kicking portion of the game. Mm. kicking. Yeah. So, what do you think about this two attack Leo Viola's story with him? Uh, the date the week before he hobbled off. And they botched it, they botched it on Sunday. In, never they played they him back in the game. Should never have been allowed to play. The following week, and now lots of controversy. First of all, should never have been able to mm. able to come back into the game this Sunday. If you saw him after the hit in the first game, he, right. he stumbled. It, did, it had nothing to do with anything else but his, but being, you know, really out on his feet. Yeah, right. that, that was nothing. Yeah. It was just his neck. They fired, they fired the doctor who yeah. uh, cleared him. He right. was a, uh, a neutral doctor. Anyway. Neutral doctor. Neutral. Right. Should never have been allowed. Right. Right. And in the Thursday game, before he got hurt, the announcers, they, they were saying, they kept on saying how wonderful he's playing, how, how great a player he is. I've never seen a player praise so much before he got seriously hurt. Teddy Bridgewater is going to quarterback yeah. this week yeah. with against the uh, the Jets. Right? It, was yeah, just, it was just it was just it was just awful to watch that hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. terrible. And they were saying that the body to body slam in wrestling, you know, the WWE yeah. when you grab someone. And spin them around, slam them down. They said that's the type of tackle. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's, it seems to me that the guy didn't have to do that to him. He was in the grass. But I guess you know it's in the moment. So there, there was there wasn't a penalty on that play, was there? I don't think there was. No, yeah, I, didn't see no. The game, so there was. I don't think it was. I don't think it was a dirty play. I just said right. I'm thinking probably he yeah. could have not done that, but I don't. So it, so it wasn't like what they call late hits, right? Right. No. 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 Grabbed them and threw them down. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you guys find that some quarterbacks instinctively avoid what happened to Tua, right? Like you watch uh, Manning all those years. He knew exactly when to duck. He knew exactly how to uh, avoid getting really clobbered. A lot of the ones that Marino you couldn't touch to save yourself because he got rid of the ball so fast. So quickly. And others, like what's his name, uh, uh, Jones. Is is a human accident waiting to happen the way he does? Yeah, yeah. Well, first to answer what Michael just said, defensive players, defensive ends. Have you seen how fast these guys move nowadays? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's totally different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I watched inside the NFL this week, and they discussed this, and basically they they said they said they, they had Julian Edelman and. Uh, Marshall on Brandon Marshall, 
And they both agreed. They said, you have to protect players from themselves. The players will want to go back in no matter what's wrong with them. Yeah. And it's up to the team in the NFL to stop them. Right. Uh, the Jets, of course, won at Pittsburgh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Winning at Pittsburgh. You would never think that. Uh, but I like this Kenny Pickett. I liked him in college. I followed him in college. And he's going to be starting this week. Uh, the Bills and the Ravens. That was some comeback by the Bills. And that was a great game to watch if you watch that game. Uh, other games, the Seahawks at the Lions. What a wild game. It ended 48-45. Do you know Smith? They said that was the first time ever in the history of the NFL a game ended in that score. Really? Wow. Geno Smith. Geno Smith, I have the T-shirt. Geno Smith. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Matt Rule, Rule, coach of the Carolina Panthers. I would say the dude is in trouble. (coughs) I think, in my prediction, if he loses this week, he's going to be fired. How long has he been the coach for? This is his third year. Yeah. Third year, they've been they've been yeah. doing terrible. He yeah. was going to interview with the Giants before Joe Judge, but then yeah. Carolina came in and overwhelmed him of a seven-year offer, and he never interviewed. He was a the good college. I think he Carolina. coached Baylor, wasn't he? At ba- the Baylor. He was coach? at Baylor. He, he was the guy in the, in the Jets coach, uh, Denzel yeah. Mims. That's why a lot of people thought the Jets were going to trade him to Carolina because he played for him in college. Yeah, yeah, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to say, I mean, you know, he's been dealt a pretty lousy hand from the front office. First Sam Darnold and now uh, Baker Mayfield, neither of whom are really doing anything much. So how much is his fault? I mean, he's going to take the fall. And they got McCaffrey. He's going to take the fall. But neither of those quarterbacks has done much. So I forget who their quarterback was the first year when he was there. There has to be a scapegoat. Yes, of course. Walking yeah, the coaches and um, manager and uh, and did you see that the uh, the Packers and and the uh, the Pats the Pats and the Pack Packers last week? Yeah, right. right. Uh, Mac Jones uh, didn't play. They yeah. started Brian Hoyer. I think he, he got, got hurt. hurt. They brought Bailey Zappi in. Bailey right. Zappi. I don't know if you guys remember. Yeah, I wait. talked about Bailey Zappi on this show. Because I think last year he threw 62 touchdowns. Yeah, Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky. Well, Western <laughs> Kentucky still the threw video 62 touchdown passes. Yeah. I said, watch out for this guy. Now yeah. he's starting Sunday's game. I don't, you know, I don't know his, how his career is going to go, but I'm glad he, he made that. And did you see the Monday night game? Um, San Francisco yeah, beat look, the Rams. Yes, Congratulations on that one, Howie. But that, that animal rights protester uh, ran yeah, on the field yeah. and the security couldn't get it so uh bobby wagner and someone and, else tackled the, the guy. rams yeah now the guy is suing yes bobby <laughs> wagner for, for, yeah. that's an interesting court case you know interesting yeah. court case he hurt yeah. me <laughs> after you trespassed yeah right yeah. joe yeah. I got to say that I thought the uh, the 49ers defense was really, really good. Yeah. Oh, my wow. God. Yeah. I mean, they just stopped. They stopped L.A. cold. Stop me. Yeah. Very well, impressed. They yeah. say and the, 49ers, well the 49ers right now, if you had to, like, 
categorize the NFL teams right now. The there are about six or seven A one teams, and the 49ers are in that in that grouping. Well, and then there's every, mediocre every, teams and there's lousy yeah, teams. Every yeah. team in the NFC West is two and two. Two and two. Right. <laughs> They're all two and two. Mediocre. Yeah. Who do the 49ers play this week, Howard? Cardinals. Arizona. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 49ers are playing. I have to ding, look at the page. I have it here somewhere on page 20. Carolina. Well, oh. Should win that game. At Carolina, though. They gotta Carolina should have won after Jimmy G. You're right. <laughs> got to come across the country. All right. Let's see what happens this week. 9.30 a.m. Starts it off on Sunday. Then we Giants have to win this Giants against the Packers. 20 to 17 um, Giants. <laughs> You heard it here. Who are they playing? Green Bay. Packers. The Packers. They're going to beat the Packers. Absolutely. Okay. That's what he says. I don't know. No, it's interesting. Next week, Saquon Barkley's going to run wild when they play the Jets. So maybe uh, the travel might leave them a little groggy, so the Jets could win. (laughs) You know, I'm surprised. I think they used to the teams that went to London. He always gave them the next week off as a bye. They changed it now. Changed it. No, they asked the teams whether they want to buy the following week. What's an option? They asked the teams. The teams said that's how they they made the schedule. But you're right. Yeah, you're right. They they used to always have the buy the following week. And not to do it. Listen, it's it's only a five hour trip across. Then how much much more is it than than flying to the West Coast in Dallas? Well, are you game time? Right, yeah, what did I forget there, handsome? You can't leave professional football until you discuss how you all feel how Tom and Giselle are doing. Uh, who? Oh, that's who? right. That's right. They both, they both uh, hired divorce attorneys. And who's throwing oh, yeah. them under the uh, bus? Uh, I got two words for that. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, I agree, no, Fred. Who cares? The the, uh, a lot of people care. You know, if you're <laughs> Betty Larson, is Tom's me, head well, in it? Then me and Gerald are in the minority. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll right. Follow that one as it gets uh, dirtier and dirtier. I don't know. They said he, th- she's upset because he decided to come back and play he's this another, after he's retired. Got another kid with, with, with Aaron yeah, Reagan instead sense. of being yeah, with his family. Antonio Brown is giving all the reports, so there's there's more to this than meets the eye. Yeah. yeah. So all right, all right. Let it be what it be. Uh, in college, they flip. They flip number one and number two. Every week, uh, Georgia just barely got by Missouri last yeah, week. Alabama was two; they became one. And uh, but their star quarterback Bryce uh, Young left the game with a shoulder injury. I don't know if he's playing this week. Have any of you guys heard anything? They said he's week to week. They don't know yet. Interesting. See, no one is. Uh, and you know, he's having a great year. Two, 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 whatever his last name. His brother's quarterback, University of Maryland. He's having, oh, wow. a, good year. He's having yeah. a great year in Maryland. I have an interesting thing about college football. I got a very apologetic email from the uh, uh, the president of the University of Colorado. Apparently, 
they fired the coach because the uh, yeah. Bucks were 0 and 4, and they also fired they also fired the AD. Yeah. And I read the article, and I I can't actually it's great because I I go uh, right I live right near the university and I go there a lot. And apparently the the fired coach is still owed almost five four million dollars. Yeah. Show you. How- Speaking of that, how'd you like to be in this guy's position? Wisconsin fired their coach, but they gave him $11 million buyout. I like that. Very nice. How'd you like to get fired and get $11 million? Life yeah. is good, Fred. They got good yeah. agents and good lawyers. I don't they know. probably, don't want, get, they probably don't want to get sued for Syracuse. more. Syracuse, I'm surprised that, uh, well, Stephen had a lead. Yeah. Yeah. They're 5-0. and oh. Right. They're 5-0. Oh. They haven't been 5-0 oh since 1987. They don't play this week. Goof. They're off. They're off. All right, Fred, we're up to you. Uh, uh, Escapola. Well. No, no, I want to go a couple of. Uh, oh. oh, okay. Where Where is Morgan State University? Maryland, Maryland, Baltimore. Where is Sacred Heart University? Connecticut. You know, used to. You know, who was the athletic director there? Bobby Valentine. Good. Is that right? Wow. Uh, where is Wolford College? Where? Wolford. Oh, that's in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Oh, Spartanburg. I knew that well, because I worked for a place we had a factory in Spartanburg. Where is Samford? Samford's in Alabama. All right. How about this one? I'm sorry, you guys, but the University of Wyoming. Cheyenne, What's, Wyoming. What Matt, city are they in? Oh, Laramie. I'll give you one more. The University <laughs> of Montana. <laughs> what city are they in? What, what, Bozeman. What, what school? What school? University Bozeman. of Montana. Bozeman. Montana, Bozeman, yeah. No. Billings? Missoula. Missoula. I never heard of Missoula. I was surprised. The only city I know. (laughs) You know know one way I know about the University of Wyoming? Many years ago, there was a big scandal. There was a play called The Laramie Project, which was about a gay student who was killed by people at Wyoming. Oh, yes. He was a student. Matthew Shepard. Matthew Shepard, yeah. Yep. That's right, Matthew Shepard. That was just awful. The least populous state in, in the United States, yeah. Wyoming. Boys. There was two deaths in football. I guess you guys uh, yeah. heard this. Marvin Powell. The Jets. Yeah, the Jets. The Jets. Uh, 67 years old. Yeah. Marvin, he was, after, he was a right tackle. And then uh, the other one, Jim Sweeney. Sweeney, also the Jets. Another great one. Both Jets. Yeah. Center in 1988. Uh, he was 60 years old. What a shame. And then talking about people being being sick or dying, uh, Terry Bradshaw had been treated for bladder cancer yeah. and, and, and Merkel cell tumor, a rare form of skin cancer in his neck. Nice. He says he's doing all right, but uh, terrible to hear about these stories. You have any basketball or hockey? Well, well real quick, hockey's ramping up them. The regular season starts next week. Rangers open up the same night as the Yankees, October 11th, playing Tampa Bay. They're just getting ready for the season. And the, the Knicks were very impressive in a preseason game it's against the Detroit Pistons. Break up the you Knicks. Know, you, have, you break up the <laughs> Knicks. <laughs> Brunson was great. They got they, 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 this guy who is a seven-foot-four center who can shoot from the outside as a backup to Mitchell yeah. Robinson. We can make me bring a new dimension to him. Yep. As my son says, everybody's optimistic the first game of the year. Yeah. So they, they, they start two weeks from last night against Memphis on the road. So I'll, we'll have more to talk about next week with that. Mm-hmm. Good. So you have. Oh, and the Islanders signed Matthew Barzell to a 
eight-year contract. Eight-year contracts. Yeah, $73 Dig in, Matt. You're going to be here a while. Yeah. Uh, LeBron James has told uh, uh, Adam Silva when he retires, he wants to own a team in Las Vegas. Yeah. He didn't ask him. He, he says, I want to own a team in Las Vegas. And he still wants yes, to play sir. with his son in the, in the – Right, uh, I think he bought a pickleball team. That was that. <laughs> Wait, 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 a pickleball team? You mean there's a pickleball league? Yeah, must be. Yeah, there's professional yeah, pickleball yeah, now. And the, uh, the really? Rick Reiner, uh, um, what yeah, it was that? three oh, weeks. It's... Russian date, October 25th. That's for the, um, oh. what do they call that when you appeal, the appeal case. Yeah. And, a, and, a, and a player for the WNBA, uh, Tiffany Jackson, who was, Drafted years ago by the Nets. She's 37 years old. Unfortunately, passed away from breast cancer. Uh, unfortunately about that. All right. I and look how nobody's talking about Griner anymore. She's what? just running in jail. We just mentioned her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just and, went to the bathroom. Seven-second delay. And, and the, and the <laughs> Nets had delay. The Nets had their first exhibition game with Simmons, Durant, and Irving playing. Yeah. They're all uh, again, again. They're all optimistic, but the yeah. yeah. How about that that riot in Indonesia at the soccer yeah. game? One hundred and twenty five oh, wow, yeah. killed. Oh, they were there with the uh, the police. Had, uh, the gas. What do they call that? Tear it gas. Caused, it was caused by the police. It caused a riot, a stampede, and there was no way for them to get out. There weren't I, enough I, exits. I, I read that they that they banned the fans from the visiting team. So what was it? Was it just a stampede to get out of the get out of the stadium? As far as that's what I think happened. Yeah, I, I thought the, I thought a team, the home team, lost or something. No, nope. rebelling. No, somebody wasn't happy. I don't. know. Somebody, 125 people in Indonesia. Terrible. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. All right. We, ha we don't have any bowling news. We don't have any tennis or golf news. So why don't we go right to our trivia questions right on time. Oh, wow. We can do 15 minutes or so. And Milton, I see you want to go first for trivia yeah. questions. Question. Go ahead, Milton. Do you, uh, do you know how Babe Ruth got the number 33 and Lou Gehrig 4? I'm not answering it. I'm busy. You mean number three? Number three, and then Lou Gehrig had four. Where did those, why did they get those numbers? Where they batted in their batting. Yes, where they batted. Right. Yeah. Before, before 1929, there were no numbers on the jerseys. That's where they got so it. So who was one and who was two? <laughs> we can find that out. We'll see. All right. All right. What else? Who else has a question? Who's got Michael? You get your hands up. And Gerald. What co what company owned the California Angels in 1996? Disney. 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 Right. Disney. Okay. Disney. Right. Yeah, they bought it from uh, uh, Gene Autry. Gene Autry. Right. Great. Okay. Okay. Who else? Anybody? Questions? What pitcher had the most wins in the 1960s? 1960s. 1960s. 60s. No, the whole the whole decade. Oh, okay. Robin Rob. No, 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 that's too oh, late. No. Two Paul obvious Paul? and two obvious answers. Obvious two win. Hall of Famers. Who? Drysdale. Not, but his teammate. Colfax. 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 And who was number two? 
Jim Palmer. Huh? Someone, what? Say it. Howie. Jim Palmer. No, I already got someone. Bob Gibson. Marischal. Did someone say Marischal? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Marischal. All right, who else? That's my question. All right, Gerald. Who are the the batting leaders in the only year when both when both leagues had champions each each batting uh, three twenty five or lower? Say that question again because there's noise in the background. Yeah, what do we got? Say it again. Who were the batting leaders who batted three? Uh, uh, who were the batting leaders in the only year when both leagues had champions batting 325 or lower? What year? That's the Yaz, right? The Stramski? Yeah. No, yes, the no. 301. It wasn't both leagues, both leagues. 325 or lower, both leagues. Not just yes, 301. What what era? We're talking about recent or we're talking about 1844? What are you? 1960s. 1960s. The year that Yasimki hit. Uh, Dick Rhodes? Dick Rhodes. Yeah. Dick Rhodes is, is one. He was 324, I think, right? Uh, uh, he batted 325. And who was the other in the American League? The batting champion, American League. Was that? No. Wasn't Williams, no. N no. Nellie Fox? No. I'll tell you the team. I'll yeah. tell you the team. Boston Red Sox. Batting? Oh, Pete Runnels? Pete oh, Runnels, yeah, 320. Right. You're oh. right. That was it then. E. Ronalds, yeah. Who else has a question? Look at you guys. Oh, Michael, go ahead. Oh. All right. What did Babe Ruth, Rogers Hornsby, Ted Williams, and Willie Mays all have in common? Somebody, I can't. Say it again. Say the question again. Oh. Babe Ruth, Rogers Hornsby, Ted Williams, and Willie Mays. What do they all have in common? Besides, besides all being in the Hall of Fame. Yep. Besides all that. You gotta be give us a little hint, because yeah. No. No? No, no. hint. No hint. Won't give us the hint. Come on, Mike. All right, come on. Ted Williams is your guy. What could he have done? <laughs> Batting title their first year. No, it had something to do with batting. Yes, good, good, uh, good start. Home runs, the home run first year. No, but something not as good as a home run. <laughs> a triples, <laughs> something to do with triples. Triples, triples. They the all RBIs. No, they all struck out. Oh, first <laughs> that bat, they struck out. Oh, oh my god. Uh, Ruth, Hornsby, Williams, and Mays. They all struck That's out. That's pretty clandestine, Mike, that fact. All right. Well, <laughs> come on, Jerry. You asked worse questions. <laughs> Who else? All right. Gerald, get a question. Which, which, which country produces more major leaguers per capita than any other country in the world? Dominican Venezuela. Republic. Venezuela. No. no. Venezuela. No. Oh, Dominican Republic. Mexican no. Republic. No. Canada. Cuba. No. Morocco. Morocco. No. 
No. Mexico. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the no. I'll tell Puerto you. Puerto Rico. Just, no, no. France, the country. Curacao had 36.56 MLB plays for 1 million population, including Andrew Jones, Adrilton Simmons, mm -hmm. and Ozzy Albies. Do I say something about that? I want to make a comment about that. Yeah. I, took a, I took a cruise, Puerto Rico, and, and all these uh, Caribbean uh, little islands and countries. And Curacao, they cared less about baseball than any place else. I just want to say that. It was a Dutch. Uh, yeah. Dutch so that's the case, is something, that's yeah. the case, Jerry. If that's the case, Jerry, it's quite an anomaly, I'll tell you. Uh, yeah. All right. I have a good question, I think. Yeah. Let us be the join. Okay. <laughs> which which three Hall of Fame members have law degrees and have managed the St. Louis Cardinals? Tony LaRusse is one. Yeah. Brady Herzog, no. No. Johnny Keane, no. Red Shandies, no. No. Red Shandies, no. Pat Metheny, no. Just got fired. Oliver Marmol, no. Mike Schultz, no. And this goes way back, guys. I know. I think it as much. Leo DeRosha, no. Rogers Hornsby. Cardinals. Uh, no. Frankie Frisch. Frisch. No. Fordham Flash. We have <laughs> no idea then. What's the favorite player? We give up, Jerry. Huggins and Ricky. Branch Ricky. Branch Ricky. Branch Ricky. Wow. And Miller you Huggins. You know the law schools? I could go over that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want that. <laughs> Mark, you want to know the law schools? No, it's okay. <laughs> in, 19, in 1914, who joined Honus Wagner and Cap Anson to the 3000 Hit Club? So someone joined those two guys. Lap and that's with Joey? That's right. Wow. wow. And I thought nobody would know that. Very good. Good guess. Who else? Who's the all-time leader in games played in baseball? Pete Rose. Pete Rose. Pete Rose. 3,562. Who's number two? Who played a really long time? Ripken. Ripken. That's what I was going to say. Ripken is number nine on the list. Whoa. Wow. 3,001. How about Nellie Fox? Nellie Fox is not on the top ten. One was a Red Sox. Yastrzemski? Yastrzemski, 23 years. Yeah. Number wow. two, 33.08. Number three was a Brave and Brewer. Chipper Jones. Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron. And four was, this guy played on a numerous teams, the A's, the Mets. Ricky Henderson. Henderson. Yankees. Ricky Henderson. Henderson. 3,081. He's four. And Ty Cobb was number five. Wow. By the way, Ricky Henderson was on the Oakland Athletics on four different occasions. No one else ever did that. Huh. And I think each time he came back, he took his original number. I'm, he, he had a couple of number changes as he went from team to team. I think he started at 35. Then when he came to the Yankees, was he 24? Or Mets? 24. He was 24? I don't know where else he was and what, what he wore. 
Interesting. Fred. Okay. What member of the 1965 Minnesota Twins, and he, I believe he was in the starting lineup, was an accomplished quarterback in college in the Big Ten? Bob Allison? No. Huh? 65. 65. Not Bob Allison? No. Not Bob no, Allison? It wasn't Lemon? Kimber, no. Lemon? No. Oh, wait. Um, what's his name? Richie Rollins. Jimmy no. Hall? No. What? Jimmy no. Hall? No. Oh, I can't. Bob, Bob, somebody, Bob Lemon? Wait, wait, wait. What did I somebody said say? Bob Lemon, yeah. Did somebody say Bernie Allen? Yeah, Bernie yeah. Allen? Yeah, yeah. Bernie yeah. Bernie Allen. Oh. Never thought Bernie Allen was a quarterback. Yeah. All right, Gerald, a few more questions. Let me get I say. don't have a trivia question, but I just have a little story about Ricky Henderson. All right, quick. Uh, one of the times when Ricky Henderson was playing for the Oakland A's, one of the partners went to him and said, Ricky, our bookkeeper tells us you didn't cash a $4 million bonus check. And Ricky's answer was, I'm waiting for interest rates to go up. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have a Ricky Henderson one also. Yeah. Uh, similar. If you recall when Ricky Henderson broke the all-time uh, stolen base record, he uh, picked up the base and held it up in the air, right? Mm -hmm. So I was once in a softball game in Colorado where this little kid, he must have been eight or nine years old, he hits a ground ball, and <laughs> but he didn't run to first base. He ran straight to center field. So I picked up the base, and I chased, chased him with the base. <laughs> That's just a story. Milton. Yeah, um, a Yankee left fielder from 1951 to 56. He then came back again in 61-62, and then played for the Houston Colt 45s in 62. Woodley? Good hitter. No. No. Slaughter? I used to watch him. As Not a Slaughter. Norm, Norm Seaborn? No. 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 I was thinking, but I don't think Bob, he played 51. Bob Serve. Bob Serve. And he won, he won the World yeah. Series with the Yankees in 56. Number he was 23. on the Yankees twice. Twice. Really? He was on the Yankees twice. He was Wait, on the I, Kansas City. Another guy, another guy that brought to mind, but I don't have any statistics on him, was another Yankee that I used to watch growing up, a guy by the name of Cliff Mapes. But was back. Cliff Mapes. He was a good hitter, too. Spell his last name? Mapes. M-A-P-E-S. That was earlier in the 50s. Wow, I have no idea who that is. Yeah, I used to have his baseball card wherever it was. He was good. He was good. I remember Never him. heard of him. Never heard of him. All right. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that's it, guys. All right. <laughs> say goodbye to you people for a week. Hope yep. to see you guys all out here again next Thursday yep. at 4 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Great talking sports the last hour and a half. Mm -hmm. Stuart, how do you know all the songs that I play? I used to record them on and listen to them on the radio all the time. I remember. That's right. That's right. Did you read yeah. my article in the Tick for Times this month? No, I have to read yeah. it. Yeah. It's about music. It's about music. Okay. Yep. You have to read it. Oh. All right, guys. Enjoy the, uh, the your time off. You know, whatever you do, guys do next week or so. Uh, enjoy the game starting tomorrow. I think the first game starts around 12 o'clock Eastern yeah. time. So the yeah, playoffs are beginning nine. here. They they really yeah. want to cram them, get them over with, and keep on moving the uh, yeah. moving the lines. Let me ask you: all, all the Met games are at City Fields, three in a yep. row. Yeah, yeah, three o'clock. Yeah. 
right. Yeah. They, may, they may change the third game oh, okay. if they said if the Indians and the who the hell they're playing? Who they play the Indians? Uh, Indians are playing uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. If, if, if that series ends in two straight, they may move the Met game on Sunday. To almost the bring it up. The bring first it up. Night Football on Sunday, the guys. Enjoy, enjoy the week off. Enjoy the games. Have a great one, guys. Everybody, and keep listening to the music, Stuart. Okay, well do. <laughs> Thanks, Take care. Wait for next week's uh, quiz. <laughs> See you all. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.